Come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? <laughs> Welcome back, germaphobes, to the darkest corner of the internet dungeon, the lair of the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast. Thanks for joining us. We watch a movie every week, and then we sit around and drink a couple of beers and talk it over for your listening pleasure and enjoyment. This is your Saturday Night Freak Show Internet Radio Superstar starting lineup. Travis. Brett. Jenny. Sean. And I'm Colin. And tonight we watched Travis's movie. Travis, what did we watch tonight? We watched Nausicaa, Valley of the Wind, or Of the Valley of the Wind. How many times have you seen this? I've seen this a few times. Okay. <laughs> you kept saying, you got, I don't know anybody's name. It's like, have you not seen well, this before? I mean, I that's know. just actually something I do with a lot of movies. People are talking heads. They play roles in the movie. I don't fucking care who most characters are in most movies. I just, I don't. That's why I don't care who actors are. Cause, eh. Unless their name is Clark Kent. I mean, Clark Kent. So bring us up to speed. This is and welcome all you anime listeners who are attracted by the title of this episode because they're like, this is one of the greatest anime movies of all time. Yeah. And you want to hear what we thought of it. And if I was going to say, if you think we're going to have any like behind the scenes and we've got nothing. <laughs> we have uh, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about the movie. We don't know anything about. Well, we know this of- is the movie that launched the career of Hayao Miyazaki. Correct? Uh, it says on the back of the it says, book. It says right here. Yeah. And that's how we know it's true. <laughs> well, but his first movie was that Castle uh, or that Lupin the Third. Uh, Castle of Caligastro. Yeah. Or something but that was like that. before Studio Ghibli. It would have been right. better if neither of you knew the name of the movie. That would have been good. <laughs> What's that? Well, I've never seen it. What's the house one? House. Uh, Howl's Moving Castle? Howl's Moving Castle. That's a good one. Is that right? Yeah. Howl's Moving, Howl's moving so. Castle. That's yeah. not a video game? That's a movie. That's a movie. Yeah, that's okay. a Which one's Cat Bus? Cat Bus, yeah. That's my neighbor Totoro. Yeah. So, of course, we're talking about the Studio Ghibli movies that the main... One of the main guys there is Hayao Miyazaki, who did uh, comic books, then started directing cartoons. Just came out of retirement, so I hear. I don't really think he was in retirement, but whatever. You I know. heard they shut down Studio Ghibli. Well, I heard I heard Disney bought it. See, we know nothing. We're, why are we <laughs> even talking about it? <laughs> like, I thought Disney was going to buy it. The viewers, or, well, the listeners will write in and tell us. I know at. they haven't been doing much, like, Disney-friendly stuff. So Disney created, a, in a like, a new, like, in a, an American uh, subsidiary called G-Kids. G-Kids. That, it, that it's released, like, the past three or four um titles under like actually uh uh we're recording this uh a few how, wednesday oscars next weekend next weekend so by the time you're listening to this it'll be the weekend of there's the- a studio ghibli up for best animation oh yeah when uh when marnie was there and that's not directed by miyazaki no i do not believe so how many animators directors are in the studio ghibli stable i don't know i have no idea like dozens no no idea hmm. <laughs> so this <Wow>. movie <laughs> <laughs> well 
Okay, maybe do this for me. Define to me because right before the uh, the podcast started, uh, Jenny was asking what Travis's impression of the anime Thumbelina was. Are they? She need, and he said an anime. Okay, so that's like, the thank question. God she's not here, so I don't have to argue it with her. What, <laughs> but, what is the difference between well, an animated movie and an anime? Anime is from Japan, completely a hundred percent. I mean. Uh, like something from Warner Brothers is like storyboarded here, then sent to like Korea or something like that, you know. So, and I don't know, we're not going to talk. She's back. <laughs> so yeah, so to be anime, anime is pretty much specifically Japanese. from Japan, right? Okay. And yeah, usually a lot of it is from like uh, manga, Japanese comic source material. And uh, whatnot. So, but I think the reason this movie to me is uh, important kind of on my list is, well, there's not, well, I think like the, what the, the early eighties was like the time of the, the wasteland world movie, right? Your Mad Max movies and you're in, I don't think there's really a lot of those movies. I mean, I'm sure there's a, a fuck tons of those type of movies, made in Italy and shit like that, but there's not a lot of great ones. There's not a lot of like good post-apocalyptic kind of world, mm. you know, that mm-hmm. are really worth watching. Okay. Okay. Help me out here. Guys. Oh, oh, I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, how many, a blank. Like Mad Max. There's not that many. There's <laughs> yes, just, we agree. I'm yeah, like, there's, there's Escape from New hello? York. Hello? I mean, but I don't know if that's been like, uh, oh, you know. Uh, 1990 oh. Bronx Warriors. I keep bringing that one up. It's not any good. But. Yeah, I mean, there's shit. Well, the Enforcer. Or Steel Dawn. Yeah, there's lots of shit. That's Steel why I Dawn. mentioned, like, yeah, I'm sure there's lots of, like, post-apocalyptic <laughs> movies that were made in Italy and shit like that yeah. in the 80s. But. Yeah. but they were all ripoffs of Mad Max and Escape from New York or, you know, combinations of the two, you know. Yeah. So I so just kind of. Post-apocalyptic movies. I don't know. The Quiet Earth. I mean, what do you have? Yeah, and that's really not even post-apocalyptic. I mean, that's a fucked up, like, I don't, I don't yeah. even know what you would call the quiet earth. But. Well, I mean, of all the countries out there, I mean, Japan has more of a direct um, reaction to the post-apocalyptic world, given the World War II situation. Yeah. What was the movie that was a Grave of the Fireflies that was? Uh, I think so. I've never seen it. Yeah, okay. Because I know, I mean, again, I've always heard it was really depressing. I'm like, fuck, I want my anime to be a little fun. I kind of like, <laughs> you know, like this. They're, you know, they're the par- the parable for fucking the nuclear bomb is a giant monster guy, you know? So it's like, ah, you know, I can deal with that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, why don't you lay some of this out for us? So who is Nausicaa? She's a princess of the Valley of the Wind. No, uh, this world, I like this world because to me, this world is really claustrophobic, right? Because most of the world has been pretty much what burnt to ash by these, what they said, the ultimate warriors, uh, seven giant, of course, it's Japan, so they got to be these giant, (laughs) fiery, and there has to be seven centurions, something like that. I think they said seven, seven golden brothers, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) we don't know why. I mean, we can only assume based on where the story goes, is like maybe these were some biologically engineered things that humans created for war. (laughs) 
Yeah, I remember them specifically saying it was a tool or something, right? It was a they were weapons. But you see them in the opening credit sequence yeah. or whatever, walking across burning cities. That image is cool. Yeah, like, I just think back on that. Like that's my favorite image from this movie. That's just them just walking in the distance. As yeah, it's kind of like everything. Doctor Manhattan. It kind of is. Yeah, it's very cool. It's yeah. also got those really like I don't know like Miyazaki. I, I'm in love with his weird little like I don't even know what you would fucking call him. Almost like shapeless beings with just weird round eyes, yeah. and like that's all you can see of them is just you know they're not really anatomical. I mean, yeah, they've got arms and no, legs, they're not but defined, they're, but they're just like eh, it's yeah. just like a black thing with with two eyes or something. And that's very yeah. cool. I like that image. And uh, so what? So they destroy the world, and and a thousand years passes. Yeah, right. this is like a thousand years later. Mm. And now there's a poisonous jungle that surrounds, I think, most of it seems like most of the planet, right? This is all ash or something, or spores. It's spores, yeah. like like the, the like those the, bugs. The omen, yeah, the omen the omen the omen are like giant roly poly things. Right. The omen attacked from the Matrix. They really are. They yeah, are. They're kind of like, but they reminded me of like the sandworms from like Dune. For some reason, I don't know they why. They kind of like the brain bug from Starship Troopers. Yeah. 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 The thing I was just like, ah. Well, and when they capture that or... brain thing, it kind of reminded me of Starship Troopers, like the, the main. <laughs> like we have thing. one bug. Yeah. That's also why this movie is important. Is like a majority of our modern day movies. Like the art direction comes from this fucking movie. Like you said that before we watched it, so I was like looking for that. And aside from the examples that we just gave, what else was there specific? I mean, it's possible I'm just not seeing a it, lot but. of multi wing things with four wings. You know what I mean? Because let me fucking I, I mentioned Man of Steel and Crypto Avatar for fuck's sake. I mean James Cameron's all into the anime and shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, and the Wachowski. Did you ever play a game called Contra? Yes. Yeah, or Contra Three. Contra Three. You get specific. Contra, Contra, yeah. Three. Contra Three. Not two. Super Nintendo. Three. It like some of the Contra Three is uh, a weird one. Some of the warships in this like are like right out of that, or the game like lifted it right out of this movie. It seems like well, like the fat, like the almost you know pot belly ships or planes with the like the warships. I don't know, it, and the bugs definitely. Yeah. The alien like. The multi red eyes. That's why that's a big thing because that became yeah, like that, the modern yeah. day like scary robot mm. today is the multi red eyed thing is yeah. what we consider to be a scary robot. Yeah, some variation of that design yeah. that shows up in a lot. It's it's just kinda like the go to if you're doing that invasion of something, whether it's robots or fucking aliens. Even like um Tom what's the Tom Cruise movie? Edge of Tomorrow. Even those aliens were kind of in this vein, mechanical looking, tentacled and whatnot, kind of look like these. But they don't always have the same. Like the reason for the the red eyes in this movie, there is like rage. A, yeah, like they're, they're so angry. We know when they're angry because the they're like psychic bugs. They're like things aren't cool. I'm not cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, that seems to be like a large theme of the movie, right? Is like somehow. Um, what was she saying? It was like there's there's a lot of fear in the air or something like that. In it's the like atmosphere, in the, yeah, <laughs> the atmosphere is made of yeah. That's what yeah. A lot of anger, anger in the atmosphere. You can feel the vibes, man. Yeah, yeah. everything was really vibey. So it's a very like hippie-ish. I mean, it's, it's like well, it's a, a, I mean, this is an environmentalist cartoon, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. But there's a lot, but it's also like that World War Two uh, thing going on in this whole movie. Yeah, 
Which is could also be taken as an environmentalist thing, you know. I mean, destroying the planet with radioactivity. Right. Yeah, you're using yeah, you're using the nuclear bomb because nuclear bomb is what they call a gene bomb. Then you know that means it, it affects your children, your children's children. I mean, you have mutated children. I mean, it's yeah. something that really can fuck up the human race given like a large uh, use of it. Yeah. Well, I know there's like uh, you know there's a spiritual, a large spiritual component. It feels like to a lot of Japanese culture, or at least their you know. Um, um, movie output, you know, I mean, I'm not familiar so much with their literature or whatever, but in the movie stuff, I mean, even you get down to, you know, like their horror movies, everybody seems to like be able to reach out with spirit tendrils and feel what other people are, th- you know, the, the psychic power, being able to read feelings and emotions and stuff like that. It seems like that's a big part yeah. of their culture. And I guess that's why I was just wondering if that was... I mean, I guess it's not unique to this, but I mean, like, there's a, a preponderance of that in, like, their fantasy stuff, too. I think of, like, Final Fantasy, that movie where, you know... It's all that, well, like, reading people's cheese and shit like that. Like, yeah. auras and... But, like, the connection to nature, I guess. The the spiritual, like, somehow, you know, mankind and nature are, like, on the same, you know... Yeah. Vibe Nausicaa being the character who can actually like feel this, mm. where everybody nobody else can, right? Right. To them, a bug is a bug, and it destroyed the fucking planet. So kill it. Yeah. Well, because she's almost like the new. She like kind of represents the new generation, right? She represents. Because I mean, fucking everybody in this world looks like they're in their forties, right? They all have huge bushy beards. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he has no, you mustaches. They don't even the great have big bushy beard. Sorry, it's a huge mustache. <laughs> no, it's a big. It's like the joining of the goatee and the mud. They just don't want to animate mouths. <laughs> yeah, so they just have like a moving bush. <laughs> like, like, well, like, wait, was that only that was only her people though, right? Uh, I mean, pretty much. I mean, she yeah. found like there's the one younger guy from wherever the hell starts with a T. Terrazakian, 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 we watched the American I, version. Dude, I personally fucking hate any English dubbing to anime. To me, immediately slows down the pacing of. And I don't know what it is. Americans just don't put enough like action when we're like, oh, let's do this fucking cartoon. You know, take one. You know, I got it, motherfucker. You know, <laughs> like I don't know. They just don't put enough where Japanese people they like Patrick Stewart did not they put speak enough in through those. emotion, right? <laughs> eh, but he's just I'm Patrick Stewart. Hello. <laughs> Uh, came off pretty good. I mean, like in the scenes that he was, he was in, young like, and cared then. Yeah, he was. Yeah, but there were some acting. scenes where it sounds like he should be like raising his voice, and he's like, he's like acting like he's raising his voice. Like, dude, come on, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, the he way, didn't want to squeak. The door to this goddamn plane is open. And it's all action packed, and you're just like, come on, Nasaka. I was just like, fuck. Yell or something. Like the Japanese guy is better? Well, for sure. They, like, they have emo- all they do is speak pure emotion. Pure emotion. 100% pure emotion. Yeah. There's, there's- <laughs> Sorry. Is the, you can watch the Japanese version, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. But there was time, there were scenes that anyway to me, it felt like the cast, the American cast had just come in for a day and got the script and be like, what is this? Paycheck? Okay. 
and just read lines, you know, like didn't give it their all or they weren't fully aware of the characters that they were playing. It was a pretty impressive cast, were. though. Oh, sure. Yeah. Disney's uh, got a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Disney's got yep. deep pockets. Yeah. Uma Thurman. Uh, Patrick Stewart, Stewart, Patrick Stewart uh, Albert Edward James Lev, Olmos, uh, Allison Lohman, yeah. Mark Hamill, Mark Hamill was in there. Frank Welker, Mayor something. He um, was on uh, the team of the Terraskians. I'll call them the T's. There's the T's and the P's. Yeah. So who? And there's one more. There's her people who are the the Valley. They're the Valley people. So the V's, the P's, and the T's. Okay, so maybe maybe we it's all al- that's what I hate about fantasy. It's all fucking alphabet soup. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, regardless, it's like <laughs> just made up a word. Turdonaton, or uh, you yeah. know, the that's wizards, one of those skins. That's one of those like the door yeah, on the gateway to like fantasy for me. It's always closed in my face. Whatever they're just making up words. It's like yeah. the what? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So okay, we got the T's and the P's and the Valley. So yeah, the, okay. who are they? What do they the, want? Okay, the Valley, the people. I kind of like this idea that the Valley, like we talked about, how these bugs come out and you know they're fucking angry at people because we ruined their land. Yeah. But once they die, that's where these poisonous spores grow on. That way, yeah. they're constantly spreading all over the earth, right? Like the humans are down to their last. We only know of these three, three civilizations. Sure. And uh, and the valley is lucky enough to be near the sea, sea. so the wind. So the wind keeps. I like that idea. Right? It keeps the spores away. That's right. what I'm talking about. Like yeah. the claustrophobic feel of this mm. world. The idea, like God damn, you know, like the they're just keeping spores out. Yeah, fucking spores, man. And then they gotta like check under their leaves and shit to right. like. Yeah, get rid of them, set them on fire, whatever. I think that's. I don't know. There's <laughs> something about that that like freaks me out. I'll be like, this world would fuck me up. And they're very, what would you call? I mean, they're like hobbits. They live uh, off the land, a very pastoral kind of uh, yes. existence, right? Wind, power, everything, water. Because once again, yeah, these guys live with the world, right? Yeah. It's yeah. all about what the other countries actually want to, like, industrialize again. They mm-hmm. kind of want to go back to the way things were, I suppose. Burn it down, or- start again. So who, okay, so there's so, a plane crash early on where the uh, the valley people are sitting there and a giant airship. A giant T-ship comes in. Which looks, I mean, I mean, it, just it's in design, it looks very different than anything that, you know, where, where they're all kind of, you know, with carts and, you know, whatever. They don't have horses, but you know what I'm getting, a yeah. hobbit lifestyle. Yes. Then this big, like, industrial machine plane looks like, like a, a bomber plane, or something. Yeah. yeah. Barrels out of the sky one night and, it, and crashes. And on that is a pea princess, right? The princess of the peas. Yes, she was a captive. No, well, yeah. it's actually, no, she was a princess of the teas. Oh, on the no. pea ship. Yeah, on the pea ship. No, it was a tea ship, and she was oh, a princess of the peas. And they were wondering why the pea <laughs> no, princess was on the tea ship. No, damn it. Yeah, <laughs> she was in chains. Hello, right? Because she was a on pea. the pea ship. No, it was a tea she ship. was a T on the fu- No, it's backwards. She was a P on the T ship. <laughs> All right, so one of these clans. No, because the the okay, because the 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 P clan oh. had the weapon <laughs> on that plane. No, yeah. No, the T's did. Yeah, they stole it from the T's. <laughs> okay, fight. But fight. it was a T ship, but the P's stole it. <laughs> 
Why would I she? don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you. I'm just telling I'll go you. with that. It was a T-ship, but the P's like... We have no more listeners. They know more about it than we do. If we yell real loud, we might be able to get one back. Yeah, there you go. Don't leave. So, Okay, so this is the prelude to war. No, I don't know. It is really, but... Uh, so, I mean, it is. The the Germanic, more militaristic society that we we're referring to as the bees, <laughs> they want to take this. They found one of those giant warlord guys that that laid waste the earth thousands of years ago. They found one of these things hibernating under the earth, and they're going to bring it back to life and try to burn down the toxic forest. Uh, which um, Nausicaa knows that that's just going to enrage the bugs and they're going to spread out more. Right. Which, Even though I think the old lady knows that too. Like, doesn't she tell a story? Yeah, they just all know that you can't burn it down. You can't. They yeah. tried to burn it. You yeah. can't. Because it's one of those things you're fighting fire with fire, right? That's that idea, right? That mm. you're. Because, I mean, Nausicaa, as much as this is what I like about the character of Nausicaa, she's like, I mean, she is an action character. I mean, she's number one. She's the princess, so she gives orders to everybody. Mm. Everybody fucking listens to her and loves her to death, right? And uh, but she's also extremely she's passive aggressive. I mean, all she ever do is fucking like come up to you and be like, "Stop, please," and then like put her hand out so you can fucking bite it or cut her off or whatever, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm like that character would have been dead like so many times over, but except for you know. <laughs> The plot of the movie was like, but the thing comes up to her, feels her intention, yeah. and lets her They've live. got the psychic feelers. Yeah. They're like, I will not rage. Yeah. I've got the... But plus, I like how, you know, because even as soon as uh, the uh, the Germanic uh, uh, Tribe. princess general lady makes Nausicaa go with her, as soon as she sees Nausicaa's bravery and shit, she automatically cares. I was like... Nausicaa just makes fucking people care for her, you know? She's just so friendly. It's one of those things where it's like anybody that, I don't know, it's almost like you can, you can, cannot fucking, like, care for her in a weird way, right? She's just that fucking lovable. She's a gentle soul. Yeah, she's just the epitome of, like, a good-natured person. Well, because she's at one with nature. Right, yeah, yeah. Indeed. And the, uh, well, I was probably jumping ahead, but I guess what I was thinking is, you know, the, uh, going off the idea that the monsters, the, whatever, the, what are they called? Bugs. Ohms. The ohms, the giant worms. Matrix. Come up to her, you know, put their feeler tentacles on her and, and discover who, it, it kind of, it reminded me in that moment of like Super 8, right? Like where you have the monster. That isn't really an animal. The monsters actually do have like complex human humanoid emotions, mm. right? And if you just understood it, then it would cease to be a monster, which I think is the message maybe of this movie or part of it, right? Kind of. Maybe, because I do. I don't know. I mean, because... I mean, they do want to annihilate the human race. I do like how... That's why I do. I like, <laughs> even though you're supposed to like the whole land, I love the 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 like completely like bleak 
part of the beginning of this movie where they're just like, oh, this is going to happen. There's no stopping the spread of this toxic forest until he, like it is over for humans. It, like our time on fucking Earth is done. We were mm-hmm. too uh, brutal to it. So we created an environment to I, lo- I fucking love that idea. Right. I love that idea of. If humans were so extreme to our environment, our environment that the environment, well, like like the fucking happening, yeah, like, like the, the happening. deadly that, wind. This, this is the happening. <laughs> this is an animated happening. <laughs> Holy shit! You just see stuff in this. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think that's an interesting idea. Hmm. Hmm. You know, it's so interesting about the. Well, I don't know if it's interesting or not, but the idea of uh, Nausicaa, the the first. I would say five, ten minutes of this film, she is narrating everything she's doing. Yeah, that was everything about her character. And then like other characters do it too. And it's a good way, like, like what you would get from a book. And like, it's a good way to find out about the character with in a very short period of time. And they do it in such a way where like they have the masks on so you can't see their mouth, whether or not it's moving or not. And, it's almost like they're just thinking. Yeah, you could, you could take it as they're thinking. And my heart is beating so fast as if it were yeah, a, a, a book and you were getting the narration from the, the character, which I think is cool because it helps you understand the character that much quicker. Um, I don't think you can get away with it in a live action film, but in a cartoon, it works. Yeah. When did they make a live action version of this? I'd watch that movie. Yeah, they tough. did. It was called The Happening. <laughs> well, there were no. less bugs in that movie. Yeah. I would actually really watch a, a live action heroin. version. I don't know. Uh, Mark Wahlberg bugged me in the movie. Oh. Uh, Wahlberg. Uh, <laughs> there are honeybees. Do you Mark honeybees? Wahlberg impression. Does anybody know where all the honeybees went? <laughs> hey, you guys. What happened to all the honeybees? <laughs> <laughs> it was it's like not, he was. I was. He it's was not, like he was right here. It's not good. It's not good. Mark, thanks for stopping by. I didn't know you were in Rockford. Holy shit! Anytime, guys. See you later. Right. Not, now you're now you're fucking Keanu Reeves or something. Well, I also thought uh, toward the end where we have like the. Uh, I know we're jumping around here. We got to go back and, and talk about some of the other characters, yeah. but the uh, the eventually the uh, giant Ohm. worms the ohms are going to like bear down on uh you know the the valley they're being led to the valley to destroy it and i was like sitting there going like okay like if we're reading this as like a parable which i suppose at some point we're supposed to take this that way it's like this is there the creature because they're basically harmless right granted they give off toxic spores that are harmful to humans oh, when they dead. die but when they're alive they're basically like minding their own business until they're provoked by any Anything it seems like, uh, well, usually just dicking around in the toxic usually. forest. But the the provocation <laughs> is just that they're startled. They make a, a right a point of saying, "Don't startle them." It's like they're an alien intelligence. If you startle them, they you know then their eyes go red and they become filled with rage and they just march forward and they have such power that they just destroy everything in their path. And I couldn't. I'm like. Is are they talking about like a military complex or something like that? Like another country's military power, don't, right? Don't, it's like you just don't yeah. want to startle it don't because startle the Americans. It's just like a machine, it will walk, you know, right yeah. over you. Absolutely. Yep. 
pretty deep. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you very much. That's all I got. <laughs> That's, good night, folks. Hey. Mic drop. That's completely what it is. Yeah, I mean, I, I would guess that's what it is. Well, who then well, are the T's, the P's, and the Valley people? I think the P's are Germany because they're about dominating the world. The T's are America because they talk about, well, we just want to use the weapon to whatever, but we don't want to dominate the world, but we still want to fucking use the weapon. And that's why Nausicaa, who is Japan, is like, you're just like them. And, you know, so, yeah, that's what I think. I think America, Japan Germany, was with Japan. Germany in the, if the this box. is a World War II parable. Well, but it's still a fantasy world where they're still, you know. Because no, I'm sure, I mean, I don't think Nausicaa is acting as the Japanese government. Not right, she, acting as a human, Japanese or like the human yeah. Uh, element. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. The, the, I think the collective consciousness of what was on everybody's mind after World War II. Like, I, we talk a lot in this country or amongst ourselves, Americans in groups about 9 11 and the idea of like where filmmaking went after 9 11 happened. It's a shite. But, I, I well, perhaps, but I mean, you see in you know, and it might even be in the filmmaker's subconscious, but there, there's, a, there's a fear. Colin and I have talked about this a lot. You know, like yeah, the imagery of the buildings falling, cities being destroyed and laid waste to movie yeah. after movie. You, you see <laughs> that, that was Independence Day, though. That was before nine eleven. True, but well, we were already going there. But they were blowing up in Independence Day, like. I'm saying, does art imitate life? That's my fucking chicken egg time. Well, that could, would there be a 9/11 without Independence Day? That could very well be, but like in this or Armageddon, right? In the Chrysler Building, yeah. In this, in this film, though, I mean, you get you get all the uh, the nuclear explosion. I mean, there's so much imagery of that in this film. Every That's, Japanese. Anything, it's like they can't get over it. Yeah, Jesus, they do with the, with the yeah the Why cataclysm. Is, well, and we can't get over nine eleven either. I mean, yeah, that's well, the same thing. Why should you have to bring up nine <laughs> eleven? Yeah, I mean, you know, I it, thought it would be perfect for you, Travis. It's, well, but it's related serious. to this. It's like I mean, I get the Japanese. Okay, well, kind. Of, I mean, because they are the only country that really has experienced the you know yeah the the Holocaust, the nuclear you know yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the, you do see that in everything from, you know, I mean, what, Godzilla in the 50s through, I mean, like Akira, you know, the, the fact that, you know, there's this power that just, you know, levels, you know, the entire city of Tokyo. Yeah. And in this, I guess it's epitomized by the, well, it has to be the war machines, right? Or the whatever the thing that they dig up. Yeah, the gi- the, wa- giant the giant warriors warrior. or whatever, or they are the nuclear bombs or whatever. Yeah. The fear, I mean, when you, like, it's one thing dealing with the Cold War where there's, I mean, obviously, you know that both sides have nuclear weapons, but it's another thing to be in World War Two And like, if you're in Japan and you experience it, not, not that like you weren't a victim, but if you see an, an entire city leveled within seconds, you know, I mean, that's. That's like the reality of a nuclear holocaust is right in your face. I mean, that's something that is like it's not it's no longer a fantasy or a fear. It's reality. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's scary. Obviously, it's terrifying, but I mean, that's that would be a hard thing to shake, you know? I right. mean, that that would change I I think an entire culture for 
years, and then obviously the Cold War would bring it well, all back up. But that's kind of what you're seeing. I mean, I guess, you know, I mean, I agree with your point. I think, like, in their pop culture, you see reverberations of that. Like, I mean, that's how you can tell how deep it goes, you know? Yeah. That it's still, you know, still, what yeah. are we, you know, how many years? What, 50? Uh, I'm going to mess this up. 60 years? Something like that since? 70? You know, 70, 70 years? Later, yeah. Yeah. 60 something, yeah. But, uh, you know, you're still kind of seeing echoes of that in there popular culture yeah you know yeah. <clears throat> that's still the the big one so but it's it also is interesting to me that like their psychology i guess has come around to like you know the it's not like i don't want to well, say it's like the hippie thing what am i going for here it's that in tune with well i wouldn't even think it's, it's because you gotta think that to this day there's an american base on fucking okinawa you know, to this day. Yeah. So it's not like we just blew the fuck out of them and went away. No, we hung around for the fucking <laughs> rest of... That's also why I like hey, hey, how... Remember when we bombed you? That was a good day. We're going to stick around and make sure you fucking well, don't... Yeah, but it was under the whatever. The, you can't, they can't have a standing army. Yeah, so we're we have be to there make army. sure they fucking stay under... We're defending shit. them from China. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, because Japan fucked China, uh, I can't get into that. Right now. All right, so there's, yeah, I don't think China, I don't think China's ever fucked up Japan. Japan fucked up China, but anyway, they really kidnapped it. Well, whatever. Okay, so, so so the way Miyazaki shows an, an invading army, right? I mean, because that's kind of the other half of this. When when that ship goes down, that's when the rest of the uh, Germanic uh, country. Uh, basically storms uh, the valley. This is the one that's led by Uma Thurman. Yes. Right. Okay. The golden the gold bladed armor. woman. The right. golden oven. <clears throat> and there's also this is sidetrack. Yeah, I'm sorry, but there okay. is a there's a prophecy. Of course, there is. It's a fantasy movie from the okay. 80s. I'd, <laughs> I'd feel robbed if I didn't have a prophecy. Indeed. The prophecy being that a uh, warrior in blue is going to come walking across some kind of golden field and will return the world to like a peaceful pre, you know, the thousand years of awfulness situation. Restore balance to the force. And wouldn't you know it? And the person looking for that is Lord Yupa. Yupa. Lord Yupa. Played by Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. So, is it just me or did he kind of come off like a Gandalf character? He's like, oh, I know but, he's from there or whatever, but he's been away for a long time. He has well, some type when he's of, like returning to the Shire earlier yeah, in the movie. Yeah, I guess that's maybe what that's like. why I was thinking of it. That's what it felt like. Because he, he had like, like that figure. Well, yeah. she's definitely like. Nausicaa's inspiration, right? Because he travels to the different places and, you know. Yeah. In the first, like, few, like, as soon as he arrived home and then, like, she's sitting in there, I was like, dude, fucking Nausicaa, like, loves this dude. Like, I thought, well, because, like I said, it's like, everybody looks like they're in their 60s in this town. They're like, this guy, of course, he looks like 15 or whatever years older. But I was like, but that's got to be the, the closest thing to, like, an actual, like, <laughs> oh. uh... One day, yeah. <laughs> what are you trying? To, what? What are you trying to say? Were they fucking? What'd you call that? A suitor? Uh, <laughs> a mate? I don't want to get down to the. But, I mean, yeah, you got to think about driving the human race forward. <laughs> I don't know. They're just gonna let that dwindle out. I mean, yeah. somebody's having kids on this fucking valley. There's well, but she finds she finds Shia LaBeouf from the Americas. 
<laughs> the T villain. The, A's. the T's. Yeah, yeah the I mean, T's. Okay, so what's the T? Okay, so if the, the, if the P's want to destroy the uh, their their whole thing is we want to come in and destroy the 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 forest, well, think- and we want you, the Valley people, to they're like going to say like join, join us, us, or we're going to enslave you, right? That's the option. It's almost like Join Germany freely, invading are we Poland, in, right? And it's you're like going to help gonna, us destroy the That was force. great. It's like, we come in peace, but we're Shoot taking to kill. over. Sorry. We always come in peace. Yeah. If you surrender peacefully. Right. <laughs> it's up to you if you don't want peace. <laughs> right. So that's the deal, right? I, I got that, I think. Yeah? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So who are the peas? The T's. The T's. <laughs> Damn it. They are, they are a country. The Shia LaBeouf uh Clan. They're the I call them the Americas because they are, are the original ones that unearthed the giant thing because that was their plan. Their plan was to nuke the uh, toxic forest, but then Germany's like or the peas. They're like we're gonna steal your weapon and your princess, and I don't know where they said they were heading for. Because they only crash landed in the valley, and then looked like they got attacked by like the, little baby ohms. Yeah, they did. They, and they yeah, they had like the little flying all over the place. Yeah, so maybe the Earth knew it. The Earth knew it was going on. I actually yeah. like that scene. All the little she flies up, all the little bugs on the front. Yeah, all over the front of the plane. Yeah. Well, I mean, the ohms don't fly, right? So they were no. Little, this is a different bug. They were in their oh was it, oh it was one of the okay yeah because yeah, there's the other ones that, that make that noise they're like but they're just like the larva of the yeah something like that I don't know bugs flying ones yeah they're the flying ones I just thinking they were with four wings I figured they were in the jungle blasting shit up like with their plane landed somewhere and then all the ohms the little ohms got on them and they're like they're trying to take off yeah probably yeah they can fly when they're stuck to a plane right. Sure. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> they're eating through. They're eating the plane. Yeah. yeah. I think there's. I just think they're feeling bad psychic energy. That's all they're doing. Like you guys are bummers, man. That's probably it. Totally going to create a toxic forest, man. You guys ruined everything. Well, okay. So <laughs> at this point, I think I went to the bathroom. When I came back, Nausicaa was with the peas, peas, on some kind of. Like, they were flying in formation, and then they were attacked by Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. So why was she on that plane? They were taken hostage? They they, they took hostages with them, and I think they took her just as, like, insurance. Like, but I hey, think, you can't I think, do shit until I get back. I'm going to keep your princess just in case. Yeah, she went because yeah. she freed the princess, or at least broke the cuff. There's two princesses we're talking about here. Yeah, so there's... There's yeah, Nausicaa and, and then the uh, one she tried to save that died at the plane crash. Which, when she died, when that princess died, uh, what, what we call the tea princess, the American princess. I like, I like, uh, it's a very uh, suspenseful thing where she's like, did everything burn in the cargo? Burn, burn the, all cargo. the cargo. Everything's burning. Good. Ah. It's like, holy shit, that's a horror moment yeah. right there, right? Because mm. you're just <laughs> like, it's not going to burn. You're like, oh my Something's going to come out of there. Something was in that plane other than prisoners. Yeah. Big ball of mucus. That's what, you know, but that's the one thing I don't like about movies, I got to say. Like how movies have to direct your focus on just certain characters, right? So Nausicaa sees a girl in the window 
sees a fucking plane crash, searches through all the burning bodies and like finds that one girl. It's like, huh? Yeah. All right. Well, it's a those, movie. But it's a kid's movie, so that's I, that's why they do that. Mm, uh, I want to call this a kid's movie. Well, Let's not get started. Okay. It's a cartoon? That's why it's a kid's movie? Well, no, I didn't say that. Uh, Disney did it, so. Disney did not do it. They distributed they it. it. Okay, they distributed it. But I, mm, fine, we won't get into it. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't put this down as a kid's movie. I mean, not necessarily. I don't think the concept is for kids, but I think. Well, traditionally, what the audience for this stuff in Japan is like—is it all ages or? I'm talking about the American. I've never been Japanese. Yeah, the American, and when they distributed it to America, I think it was supposed to be more aimed towards children. Well, just because in America, I think animation is just Just culturally thought as a kids over there. It's 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 definitely a higher art. Everywhere in the world, we consider comics and cartoon. It's awesome. Well, Miyazaki. The world is awesome. We suck. Miyazaki has won the Oscar for best picture, best animated feature, Spirited Spirit Away. Away. Spirit Away. I mean, everything that you ever read about the guy says, you know, he's, he's genius. Yeah, that he's one of, if not the most respected filmmaker using the medium. Mm. Right? Did he do Akira? No, no, that was Katsu Otomo. Steamboy. Like that. Katsu Otomo. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like him. That guy, but, that guy uh, just Porco does Rosso. the most expensive yeah. ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Akira Steam, the, he just the does expensive ones. That's Otomo. <laughs> yeah. Also uh, a graphic novelist. Uh, and uh, Yeah, that's what they all do. Yeah. Like, I wish our like illustrators like did the comic book, then they did the cartoon movie. That'd be fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I didn't get from this one that I... You know, that I keep on remarking on when I see Japanese anime or Japanese uh, video games or anything is the like super fine attention to detail mm. where, you know, they'll show you some kind of machine or, you know, and it, they show you like all the working parts of the thing in a shot, you know, like a shot that's only on screen for like a second or two. And you're like, Jesus Christ, they went and like figured out how the thing worked so they could show it. You know, right, you know, whatever, a gun, you know. Right. Yeah, especially like being, the insides of the ships and everything. Yeah. You know, even the gunships and all that. Yeah. Detail. Did you get that in yeah. this, the the that same level of, I guess I didn't, but it no. could just be me. I don't know. If, not, not to that. I mean, I guess I knew how her glider worked, but to yeah. an extent. I don't know that there was, maybe there wasn't too much. To I mean, that. it was fantasy. There's not like there's real plain, like. You know, designs going on. In well, I think of like, you know. But you saw there's that one plane that when it lands on the water, he created like the wheels have like the, yeah, have yeah. like the flat panels. That way it creates, you know, that little stopping motion. I was like, yeah. well, fuck, that's genius. Yeah. So, yeah, you can have the pontoon and yeah, the, the mechanics of their Dude, animation. Well, yeah. if you want to talk about one theme Hayao Miyazaki has running throughout his movies, it's fucking. A- aviation. That fucking dude yeah. loves oh, yeah, planes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. period. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean... Just being in the clouds or in the sky. Yeah. yeah. Just that feel... Indeed. I mean, you can even watch... Uh, yeah, I want her fucking glider. What's it called? Um, the Wind Rises. That's kind of based on the... It's a, a cartoon by Hayao Miyazaki, and it's based on the 
guy the the guy that designed the Japanese World War II fighter plane. I want to say fighter jet. Mm. Mm. I don't ooh, know. Who did he? Did he do? <laughs> did he do tailspin? No. <laughs> did, America's wah, hell. Wah, wah, wah. Did he have? <laughs> did he have Travis any input? Disgusting. Disgusting. Your comparison offends me, sir. <laughs> no. Have you seen that cartoon? It's very, very similar. Uh, tailspin. Flying the bear, they're bears, aren't no, they? No, Brad. What are they? No, the the biplanes. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Biplanes. I thought they were ducks. No, they're, no, they're ducks. Uh, they're they're not being sarcastic. They're bears, right? aren't they? <laughs> I don't get it. Isn't tailspin <laughs> bears? Aren't they bears? What? Yeah, they're, they're, fucking blue is in tailspin. Yeah, oh. yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're bears. <laughs> it's blue. It's the Jungle Book. Lighten up, guys. I'm oh. just kidding. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> the Jungle Book. I didn't know it was. It was a cartoon. I'm just kidding. A cartoon <laughs> with aviation. Well, how many movies has this guy made? You know, I don't know. Lots. Uh, well, Quite Studio Ghibli has made a lot. Looking at the list of shit, he did Ponyo. Is it Ponyo on the sea, but on the cliff by the sea? Isn't that what it is? I didn't Ponyo? know. I didn't know. Isn't that like the subtitle that. to it? That's fairly recent, right? I think so. That one's uh, like a couple years old. Yeah, I thought so. I've heard the title, but I'm not sure what the movie is. Isn't it uh, it's kind uh, of based on a Little Mermaid? Yeah, isn't a Little Mermaid type of thing? Fun fact. Fun fact. Speaking of the Little um, Mermaid, Jodie Benson did her first voiceover in this movie. Get the fuck out. I know. Her first one? Her first one before The Little Mermaid because she did this in 84 and then The Little Mermaid was in 89. Yeah, but this movie wasn't released here in 1984. But she, she did the voiceover in 84. No. I just looked it when, up on IMDb. When did she do the voice really? when it was? I just looked it up. Yeah. According to IMDb, she did in 84. All right. We're going to have to pause for a little time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. From uh, the Wind Rises. Howl's Moving Castle. You were right. Okay. Thank you very much. I'm Sean's IMDb being Hio Miyazaki. Okay. So. We get all three of these people together in the air, right? Don't they like they end up like in Help me out here with the plot of this movie. They crash into the ocean. No, they crash in well Did they burn all of the valley? Like is the valley like sparse at, at like near the end of the movie? Or are they outside? Pretty, they the have valley? to burn yeah, the, they have okay. because when that plane crashed, it brought spores or whatever. Right, the so fuck. they just burned it all? Yeah, they had to. Okay. Because the trees were already gotcha. rocked away. Gotcha. gotcha. Okay. I missed that part. All right. So they get far away from the valley. And I can't remember. I can't remember why the German lady took not. I don't know what the fuck they were trying to do. Why he, she took her in to begin with? Yeah, I don't know what they were trying to do. I, I feel like oh, I missed like, like was, a very like significant an, plot point. Yeah, I don't think it was <laughs> that significant. I don't know if they were just going to. I think they were go back to their kingdom and get. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. They were going to go like inform somebody of something, that, and then they were going to stick around, like break off from them and stick around and take over the valley and be like, "We'll start a new kingdom here." That was kind of her idea. It sounded like, and they were just going to take her as insurance until they came back. Well, that's what I got. I guess the main point of the scene, anyway, is they crash land in the in the in the toxic jungle, and she saves the boy that that is apparently the brother of the princess from the America type country. Yes, Uh, the dead one. Yeah, the dead one. 
the dead princess. Yeah, the dead princess. <clears throat> and they like fall through the jungle floor mm-hmm. and you find out that the toxic jungle is actually almost like a filtration system for the world. Like it's actually rebuilding slowly. Yeah, it's rebuilding mm-hmm. the earth slowly. But the only so but think about it, I think that's what's kind of creepy about this. It's like, well fuck, the only way the earth will rebuild itself is the toxic jungle has to take over the whole world. That does mean either all humans have to die or they have to like well, like move on strategically change location. Yeah, right. I can't move that much underground because it needs that filtration system because mm. it's almost like you got your your forest and then a a like a sand pit or a, something like right. a yeah because they fell through quicksand yeah and yeah. then it just goes to lightning sand like shit like miles and miles of just these like what dead trees that Basically, have created yeah. like a ecosystem underneath yeah. everything yeah. kind of just so the jungle itself. is like a scab on the top basically mm-hmm. yes. underneath that the flesh of the earth is healing itself exactly is this somewhere around the point in time when the all the giant the ooms got together and put their feelers on her and healed her cuz she'd been shot a couple of times no, no that's okay. the end of the movie <laughs> oh yeah okay no Sorry. but they do touch her they that's where they get they, they feel her uh, emotions her earlier, or, yeah and they're right, like yes you Right. One of them does, and it's just like, okay, I'm calm now. And then later on, they all touch her and be like, hey, you're pretty okay. cool. All right. What happened what after that? I get it. I did. I was, I was there. I was very confused throughout <laughs> yeah. this movie. I mean, <laughs> we should have done subtitles so you guys could read it. Yeah. It, maybe, I'm having I mean, trouble following the thread. <laughs> the English dialogue seemed to, you guys had trouble with the English. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have the benefit of seeing it a couple of times. And yeah. they ended up at the ship. That supposedly was uh, bulletproof. Uh, the submarine out kind of in the middle of the desert as they're oh, yeah, yeah, to yeah. take on. You said that might be significant in like anime or something like that, right? Oh, yeah. The well, ship and in was... history, that's the battleship Yam- Yamamoto. Yamamoto. Okay. I don't, it, I don't know if it's Yamamoto or Yamamoto. I think it's Yamamoto. Space battleship Yamamoto. But the battleship Yamamoto was a, was a uh, famous like submarine... I don't know when in World War Two. I'm not necessarily positive, but in Japan, the Yam- the Yamoto, whatever the hell. But then they did a cartoon that was space battleship where they you know turn into a spacecraft. And, and in this movie, the Valley people are hiding in it, and the guy just makes a reference to that ship's been all over the world, and they and some say to space. So it was kind of I don't know if Miyazaki worked on space uh, or fuck. I can't say the name of that battle. Yamamoto. Yeah. Space Yamoto. Battleship Yamoto or whatever. Space fuck. Battleship Yamoto. But uh, it was just like a call out to it. But this would have been before the actual, before the anime was produced. No. After? Probably. Because I'm sure that was a, uh, like a manga and a cartoon series in the early 80s or something. It was a pretty popular. I mean, shit, they just did a live action. Well, Japan did a live action movie that came here just like a year or two ago. So, I mean, it's still fucking relative, at mm. least over there. All right. So, in the battleship, this is where, now which group has taken uh, refuge? have taken refuge. Not all the Valley people, just the ones that were on the ships that. I believe right? so, yeah. Just that. So there's still but some I think people back is, home. And, are there? And these are the ones who went on the 
pea ships. Yeah, they were on the ships. They were all kind of that crashed. Yes. Okay. And they all ended up in there, and they're all getting like prepared to fight. The valley people are on one side, and then the the Germans, I think, is we're referring to them. With yeah. The Uma Thurman are on the other. <laughs> We've waiting. probably totally got that all wrong too. But all right, let's yeah, go with yeah. that analogy. Okay, we forgot Chris Sarandon. He's, oh, yeah. Who, yeah. He's, he's basically with, playing he's his character the, the German. from the fucking <laughs> yeah, Princess Bride. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's, goof. He's uh, Uma Thurman's, like, second number, lackey. Yeah, second, yeah, lackey, yeah. yeah. I guess, yeah I he's fucking like, Lex Luthor's, what? what's what's his name? Otis. Otis. Otis, yeah. He's Otis. <laughs> I thought he phoned it in, you know, a little He was bit. just doing the, he's you know, if he had a mustache, he would be twirling it. Yeah. Like, yeah. during every line reading. You know, <laughs> it's almost like he was looking at the camera, going, "Huh? Eh? Uh, eh? Yeah. A car- We're doing a cartoon, right? Hey. Hey. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, hammy. And his function uh, is to what? Just Basically, encourage Uma Thurman and her plot. Well, kind of undermine her, right? I would encourage Uma Thurman's plot. Mm. Well, okay, so maybe okay. So this is the way I was getting it, though. It's like Uma Thurman is like. Uh, I was calling her Uma Thurman. The golden, <laughs> well, I mean, the golden rod woman. Dot major. <laughs> so she, Thurman. yeah. So she's like, we have to burn this village down, or not the village? Sorry, the forest, and damn, anyone who gets in our way. And there's like a sub faction that wants to help. Uh, Nausicaa get back to her people, right? Because they've actually come around to the idea that, like, you know, maybe your way is the better way to do this, right? Mm-hmm. This is uh, the Shia LaBeouf character and, like, the um, Edward James Olmos character, and right? He's the little guy with the he's eye the patch. patch. But, yeah. But he's already <laughs> on the, the valley side. <laughs> All right. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so you got to take this thing. So what? Uh, 11.30. That's when it all fell apart. 11.30. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm telling you, I like lost the thread of this movie. I'm sorry. So that's why I'm trying I, to put it together yeah. to get what actually happened. Anyway, they're going to fight. Yeah. They're on both sides. And they're wait- I don't know what she's waiting for. She's like, no, we're kind of waiting for the princess because she's off doing shit. And then they decide to fight. And then the Ohm are coming, like they're hoarding towards. But everybody. somebody's leading them. No. Oh yeah, who that was? Uh, who it sent was them? The, like they wouldn't who, have been coming. Yeah, who sent them to get from, the baby Ohm? Yeah, and it was it. the the what we're calling the Americans people. They had the baby because once the German people stole the quote unquote nuclear bomb, the giant warrior. Then they're mm-hmm. like, "Well, fuck it. Let's just like lead." All the insects, because they even destroyed their own village, gotcha. just so the insects could like get there quicker. Right, that makes sense. So yeah, so they were leading with a little baby guy, little baby, a little baby ohm, little baby ohm that they've got all like tortured and, and kind stuck, of and, stuck with yeah. yeah, bleeding out. So the ohm are furious, and hundreds of thousands of them. Right, and the princess decides she's gonna be like no. It must be nice, and so she, you know, stops him from doing it. Gets the baby home. Was gets that, turned to blue? Oh wait, 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 was that before? Yeah. Or after they actually do unleash the giant? Well, that's it's kind of all at the same time. Like it's she gets the baby home, and she's going to be like, go out in the middle of him, try and get him to stop. At this point, the giant warrior 
the half-formed giant warrior, because they didn't let it cook long enough, is like crawling over the hill, falling apart. Then Uma Thurman's commanding it to attack. Cook long enough? Yeah, it didn't cook long enough. It was like, something, right? Something was... didn't. Yeah, it just... wasn't in the egg long enough. <laughs> Sorry. That description just... Uh... Well, it looked like it was falling apart. It, it was, was the yeah. great falling giant off, melting oh, I know. man. I know. Yeah. I know. But it was a pretty cool visual. It was. I like that thing. That yeah. was cool. And just, just its mangled face, and it's just trying to shoot. It's just like, ah, oh, but it's just like melting. Yeah. That's cool. So it does nuke. It does the, nuke a couple of them. It's like shooting. I thought it like blasted. The, wasn't that where we got the whole big right, atomic? Yeah. But that gets like the front line. There are a lot of ohm coming yeah. at them. I thought maybe they just survived. I thought that was the thing. That like, even though they were... Oh, I don't know. Only, by it, like they still just kept uh, on. Yeah, I don't know. I think there's just a lot of them. I think there's a lot. Like it took out the front line, and there's only one of the giant warriors. There were seven last time. Now there's one half-formed one who's trying to kill them. So he's not doing so good. Yeah, he only got like one good shot. Yeah, and then, and like, then he's like smaller one. Then he falls apart. And he like felt, melts like a Nazi at the fucking right. Yeah. 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 And then she like the Raiders of Lost Ark. You got to yeah. finish that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, what the fuck did he just say? <laughs> melts like if a I Nazi. said melting Nazi, no one knows what I'm talking about. That's I'm what. That's what, that's what happened. To all of them, right? Like yeah. Hitler went into the ditch, and we, the rest of them melted. We threw water. At so this is how this worked. <laughs> In 1939, we threw water at the Nazis, yes. and, they went away. and we were all better. Jesus, follow me here, people. Follow me. Then she decides like take the baby home, get out in front of everybody, and just like. Give her life. Well, she I like how they're waiting for it. Like she's not like stop or anything. She's just like I get run over. I get run over. Fuck it. And they do. They run her over. They run and her shoot down. her. They blast I mean, her. She away. gets shot. She yeah. gets run down. But she gets like turned blue from the own from the baby. I think that's blood. a good way to kind of like fuck up your prophecy, right? Like. For some reason, I think when you watch the Japanese version with subtitles, to me, there's a lot more emphasis on the blue, the whole, like, blue, whatever. The the blue warrior? Guy dressed in blue or whatever. Because as soon as she uh, trades her clothes with that other girl from the Americas or whatever the hell and puts on the pink dress, you know, uh, it should... I mean, right there, you should be like, oh, no, fuck. You know, right. She's not going to be not the blue fucking anymore. person. You know, the whole movie, you're like, she's wearing blue. The guy's <laughs> in blue. I know. But as soon as she puts on the pink, you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. You know, she's yeah. fucking it up. But then the the blood from the little beetle guy from the little baby home, it's like, she turns it blue. I have, a, I have a question. Does this movie, I mean, despite the political aspects that you guys have been, I mean, when you've been comparing it to different countries, um, does this remind you of Fern Gully at all? A little bit, maybe. A little, no. Uh, a little bit, kind of. Yeah, a little bit. Reminded me. Less of wacky, I don't remember but, my Fern yeah. Gully well enough. I have to, watched it recently. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say, as no. you should. Colin, you would remember it as uh, Avatar. Yeah. Avatar. Yeah. Avatar. Yeah. Yeah. Dances would, with yeah. wolves. Yeah. That was no, my, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, I would say no because those stories usually involve somebody joining somebody's culture, yeah, and then going into the deep or where fuck. Yeah, she starts there. Nausicaa's already there, like in her mindset. She's the pure soul already, right? It has to teach the rest of them that. Where I think the other ones are, you know, someone from an industrialized, right, you know, society going into and becoming native with the. Going native, yeah, <laughs> yeah, buddy. The, the Earth people. 
Just thought I'd check because I I felt I kept thinking of Ferngully when I was watching this. So the Ohm do end up like slightly attacking and like crashing into shit, and, 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 and but they stop and they all turn blue again slowly but surely. Kind of like yeah, they, yeah, yeah. It kind of it's it's weird because they're like. They say fuck her and they attack, but then they turn blue. Like she doesn't stop them, at, like right off the bat. Because the like, baby was concerned with Nausicaa, right? That's I think that's why. basically that's it. what stopped them. The baby's like, no, wait, her. And then they all gather around and they stop and they go in. The tentacles with their come side out. Side tentacles, right? And they're just like, oh, raise her vibes, up. But like, not before. I mean, they blast her pretty good at first. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah they ran her the fuck over. She was dead. Give a fuck yeah. about her. She was she dead. Was, she was dead. And then she's brought back, and the prophecy's fulfilled. Everyone's happy. And so do the Ohm just, like, go off and, like, this will never happen again? Like, everything's good now? I don't know, because, like I said, I think the only, I mean, (laughs) the only way to, like, cleanse the Earth is to, I mean, mean, maybe if they keep the bugs happy, they're not going to turn into the toxic jungles. Maybe. Right? But the world, but they still talk about how like the topsoil's polluted. They've yeah. already polluted. They they need the toxic jungle. If they're gonna recreate the earth, they need the toxic jungles to take over the earth. It does show at the very end that a plant has started growing on the underneath, below the scab of the toxic yeah. jungle. So it is possible they could like get down there and you know start shit going. Start building underneath. Yeah. Because I do think that like, and even that's going to be like a million year process or some shit. You know that's. So, I don't know. I think this is just like a positive ending to a story. <laughs> Probably. But I think like the human story is, not is still pretty negative in this <laughs> movie. Still like, pretty dim. Yeah, well, what was the, the prophecy? I guess if that's the thing that we're saying, like once the the prophesied one is installed, what's supposed to happen then? I think the toxic jungle is going to quit spreading and the healing is going to begin. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's the point of when it goes to like her hat in the sand underneath the whatever underneath yeah. the toxic jungle. There's that little sprout of like, right. because those are just all those trees in the, on, in the, whatever it is, the lower layer. Those are all just like petrified trees yeah. that turn into sand. And that way it's like fil- becoming like a filtration system or something. Yeah. But apparently things start going in now. So, you happy? Kind of. Yeah. Well, is that, uh, we got anything else on Nausicaa before we uh, head into our mailbag and wrap-ups? Mailbag! Okay. Yeah. So, Igor, <laughs> no, Igor. No. <laughs> <laughs> Igor, there you are. Jesus Christ, Igor. Masters, masters, the mail. I've got the mail. So many letters. Our followers are rising, rising. And thank you for that uh, mail, Igor. If you want to reach us, you got a haircut. Did you see that? Yeah, I know. That's kind of cool. Nice. He's <laughs> good, Igor. rocking the faux hawk now. It's all a little slimy, but uh, if you want to reach out Sean's and touch, looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can see him. Just can't see him. A method. <laughs> if you want to reach out and comment on this episode and tell us more about Nausicaa uh, of the Valley of the Wind, where we got it wrong, where we're spot on the money, uh, you can get a hold of us at facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show or on Twitter at Sat Freak Show, which is where G Money got a hold of us oh, to talk G-Money? to us about the movie that we watched, Triangle. 
He says, I'm not a fan of the film, but I like Melissa George and all of her films since 30 Days of Night and A Lonely Place to Die. And then he says, enough Home Alone and Hook bullshit. Let's get back to the horror films, please. More guilty pleasure horror film reviews, please. Jeez, G-Money. I am in debt to your show for the creation of the Rain of Fire scale, which I feel should be converted into T-shirt form. Yes. <laughs> Call back to a two-year-old joke. Thank you. We no G longer money. own that uh, scale. That was directed at me and then Tom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But have you not heard yeah. our recent Maximum Overdrive and the Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires and Triangle episodes? Oh, G money. G money. The funny thing is, is the same person that picked Hook and Home Alone also picked Triangle. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> In your face, G money. <laughs> Don't insult G Money. We like G Money. G Money, we G Money or G Love It. We appreciate you. Thank you for writing in. We appreciate everybody's feedback. Again, Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show. You can also get uh, all of our past episodes on our website, which is Saturday Night Freak Show.blogspot.com. And now it is time for our final thoughts on this film, starting with Brent. Uh, Okay, so. I mean, I kind of feel like Travis in this position because <laughs> and it's let him finish. Let him finish. Yeah. Let me finish. You interrupted him. <laughs> I know. Fucking. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I mean, I, I like a lot of Hayao, Hayao, Hayao Miyazaki, Hayao Miyazaki movies, but this one I do not. I think I hate it. I think I hate it. And it's not because of the message. It's not because of the animation or the, you know, I'm what it is for me is the pacing. The pacing just is just like, I don't know why it's two hours long. I think that they're this, this is like a half hour easy, like maybe 45 minutes. I don't need like most of this movie. There's just too much in it that I just, I'm just like, uh, I mean, I, I was struggling to stay awake. I, you know, I, I understand the, like the point of the film, I guess, to an extent. Um, and I think that it's, it's a well produced film, but there's just too much of it. I didn't like it at all. I hated it. I think I, <laughs> I, I think I did. I would not recommend it. Um, but I would definitely check out. Like Howl's Moving Castle, that's pretty captivating. Uh, what's the one he got? The Spirited Away, that's good. And then I would also check. I know it's not him, Porco but Rosso. in the same vein. Um, or yeah, yeah, por- I, I like Porco Rosso. Um, but I would also check out uh, Steam Boy. I know it's not yeah, the that same movie guy, sucks. but <laughs> there you go. But uh, <laughs> Travis got one in on me. <laughs> But um, yeah, no, I, I I can't recommend this movie. I you know I I just can't can't do it. Well, uh, watching this movie, um, I was excited for it in the beginning, and I was just so confused the whole movie. Like I I don't know. I just maybe the subtitles would have helped me, but um, I just don't. I I didn't understand it. Um, I so. Um, I was, I mean, I do think it's, I think the, that I, I'm excited about it because Jodie Benson's in it and I love her um, simply because uh, she was a little mermaid. If uh, you listeners don't know that 
Um, but um, it has the uh, the American the American dub version has a good lineup of uh, people that voiced it, which is interesting. But as far as the plot goes, I just I don't know. I it I don't know. It it didn't hold my interest, so I'm gonna have to pass on this one too. Uh, Nausicaa. Um, I actually really like this movie. Um, it is two hours long and that seems, uh, I mean, Miyazaki, he like, it seems like he likes to get like the whole, if he's got a story, he likes to have the whole breadth of the story, uh, in there. He doesn't want to cut everything down. He kind of just kind of puts his whole vision up there. Um, I respect that, but I mean, two hours of this, I can't quite do, but, uh, I do like it. I think the animation is gorgeous. Um, I like the story of it. Um, I would actually recommend this. Um, make sure you set aside some time for it cause it is pretty long. But other than that, I mean, it's just beautiful to watch. Like I love the detail he puts in his animation. Uh, I found the story compelling. Um, if you can cut it down a little bit, I even, that would be great. But other than that, yeah, I recommend it. I thought it was good. I did think the animation was very beautiful though. I did like that a lot. Yeah. I mean, I, I appreciated the art style of it, but I don't know. There's just something about, it's a lot of anime in general, so I don't know. I like I don't know if I can actually judge this movie because I'm such an outsider to it, and it just somehow they just they keep the door shut on me, or I can't. You know, I was confused during the movie. I mean, as evidenced by you know, I mean, talking about it afterwards, <laughs> I couldn't follow it. You know, for shit, and I'm like, you know, I mean, I'm not like a stupid person, so I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck happened? You know, it's like it was just I could not lock into it. I just couldn't connect with the movie. Yeah. And I have to assume that some of it's, you know, some kind of uh, cultural thing that's lost in translation or it's fantasy, you know, which I think I have a hard time with a lot of time, especially when you get into like pure a purely invented world. Which, you know, I mean, for saying the guy created a, a universe, you know, that's a thing, uh, you know, to be proud of. And it's an accomplishment. But, like, I was just, you know, outside of the bubble, I guess. I, you know, was looking into it, seeing this pretty thing. But, I mean, there was nothing to, uh, to you know, really get me into it. So, it's like I can't recommend it, but I can't say, you know, that you shouldn't see it because I just know that I'm not the audience for it. Right. So, I you know, I don't know. I'm kind of stuck. It is weird. I I'm, did not like it, but you might, you know, <laughs> if you're into that kind of thing. I am not one of you. <laughs> but I know you're out there. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I mean, I like this movie just because I think it's hard to find a... It's hard to find a movie that is saying something. Even though environmentalist shit is a really easy go-to, but so many people make that a pill, right? So many people make watching something about something that's really, like, obvious. I mean, not like this isn't obvious or anything, but I think it's a it's a good journey. You're, I, I like how you your introduction into this world. I like the discoveries of the world that... You know, especially when you get into how the force is recreate, how the world is recreating itself. You know, it's, uh, I think the Japanese version, to me, always moves quicker. Like, I, to me, putting American people in, like, I always, 
whenever we watch these, I always have the we always watch the English dubbing because I think that'd be easier for some people that don't want it because most people bitch about subtitles. But like, I'm almost thinking that that just can't be. Like, you have to have the subtitles. You have to have the actors. You have to feel the. You just have to feel the because I mean the pacing revolves around the Japanese actors, not the American actors, you know? Mm. So those are American actors trying to either lengthen their, whatever they're saying or whatever, you know? So I think it is kind of hard to judge by watching. I mean, that's why I usually don't watch any foreign film in, in, uh, yeah, dubbed because you're already fucking up your pacing right there. Um, but no, I fucking love this movie. I love everything high. Well, not everything high Miyazaki does, but almost everything Studio Ghibli is always usually going to be uh, worth your time, you know. Uh, and I think they are—I don't know—the closest you would come, you could come to a cartoon being as meaningful as a live-action movie. Mm-hmm. Are probably Studio Ghibli movies, mm-hmm. um, and I do like this world. Like I said, I think this this world to me is so. I mean, I'm not saying every movie copies exactly the way this looks, but you can just look at you can see the influence. You can just see the fucking influence that this movie had on just just shit tons of movies to follow. Um, I have a question for you, Travis. I probably don't know the answer. Oh, well, <laughs> um, just because I'm not, I haven't watched a lot of anime movies, but are, um, like a, the majority of anime movies, like the, the landscaping and the background of, for the animation, are they as detailed and like, as, I mean, usually of the as major good as it was in this movie, like. I know the characters always look similar in the animation style, but does the background and stuff look as good as it did in this movie? I mean, I think that's why Japanese animation has kind of a step uh, above most animations because they don't have to worry so much about what the characters are going to look like. A lot of their characters have the, you know, you know, you got the big eyes, the da 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 da. So then. Like Colin was saying, when they draw like a cockpit or something so realistically, they actually work out the mechanicals of things. I think that's they have so much more time to think about the rest of the background and the clothing and that because they know their faces are all going to kind of read the same. And they know so they can make sure the hairstyles and la 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 are are unique to each character, you know? Mm hmm. Uh, so yeah, I guess that's. Me. I just thought it was very pretty, so I was curious. We didn't even mention Tato. I yeah. want a Tato. Oh, yeah. I want a Tato. Oh yeah. yeah they... If I can have a fucking like little looked... cat fox on my shoulder for the rest of my life, I take it. I'm he take did. It right he now. was like a cuter. That was awesome. More realistic, like animalistic version of Pikachu with bright green <laughs> Basically, eyes. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I want one of those. Give me yeah. a Tato. There you go. Crazy. All right, so that's that's, it. that's Nausicaa Valley of the Wind. And next week, Sean is going to be guiding us through his pick. Sean, what are we watching next week? We are going to watch Captain America. 
the I forgot what year it is. Fuck, like I probably 1991. Is it nineteen ninety one? Yeah, the nineteen ninety one Captain America. <laughs> yeah, buddy. All right, so that's next week on the Saturday Night Freak Show, ladies and germs. And until then, the basement is going dark. <laughs>